Hello, welcome to episode number 329 of the Apple Lock Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. A little brain fart there. Um, today's podcast is brought to you in part by AIXDSP.com. Get affordable and useful plugins for your digital audio workstation. Get the IC Intuition Compressor. It's a compressor that gives you a clear and intuitive visual display that shows exactly what is happening to your audio at all times. Click the link in the description for more information. If you want to support my work on a monthly basis, go to patreon.com slash You can pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with my hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel any time. Go buy a t-shirt by going to appalog.ca slash shop and buy, yeah, buy it there. If you are on iTunes or on podcasts, you can subscribe and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts um, by giving it five stars and, and, and my thank you. Like and share on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash pod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at simonhead666. And that is all the spots. Today on the show, I have Mr. Bruce Wilson. Bruce Wilson, actually, Bruce and I kind of go back, but we don't really remember when we first met. But Bruce used to be the singer in a band called Tank Hog, which was um, kind of a mid-90s awesome band. Awesome band. Live, visceral. We talk a little bit about this in, in the podcast. But... Um, Bruce is now part of a uh, a group called Sunday Morning, and they released their first album in 2016. And they've just done a tribute to Art Bergman's with a uh, with a single called Junkie Don't Care. And um, they also put their own song on the other side called Explain the World. Um, yeah, Bruce and I uh, had this amazing conversation. Uh, you know, it, it's really nice talking to people who are lifers in this. And, and Bruce definitely is a lifer. He's a person that uh, it will keep doing it. And just doesn't give up. And that's got to be appreciated. It's got to be. It's got to be recognized. got to be appreciated. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bruce Wilson of the band Sunday Morning on the Apologue Podcast. Um, yeah, Sweet. uh, I know we've met before because Tank Hog used to open for SNFU quite often. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I used to, I used to do sound for SNFU in the nineties. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah, I'm sure we have then. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't really remember too much about the nineties. So, um, yeah. you, you'll have to forgive me. <laughs> I don't. We had Clinton. We had Clinton. We had uh, what else happened in the nineties? That's about it. Ninety. Oh, Bush, George Bush Senior. We had George Bush Senior. George Bush was around. That's right. And we had yes, Clinton. And then right. uh, that's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been. Uh, it's so hard to believe that, like you know, the early nineties was thirty years ago. I know. I know. It's crazy to. Um, to to um yeah it's just hard to conceive of of a that vast amount of time <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i mean yeah. i mean life was you know we're obviously younger and life was a little easier maybe but i it felt like it just seemed to 
it took forever when it was in the era and now it seems to be so long ago and seemed to have whipped right. by so fast so yeah. so I, yeah. I guess that's what middle age is what being middle age is all about right <laughs> i guess so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, tell me, tell me a little bit about about yourself and kind of who you are. And you know, obviously, a staple point in the Vancouver music scene. Obviously, someone who's been around and done lots of stuff and played lots of music and a lifer, a lifer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, um, I was born in Florida. Um. I uh, moved around a lot as a kid. Um, I moved to Vancouver in high school, and um, I uh, got involved with the punk scene here. And um, and I was here until uh, I was about eighteen or nineteen, I guess. And um, I took off after high school, um, ended up in Florida again. Um, I sang for a band in Florida called uh, Gothic Playground. Um, we toured a bunch in, uh, in, um, in Florida and Georgia, um, all over the South. And, um, I moved then, I moved up to uh, New York and Boston. And then um, I was in Boston just um, hanging out. And Ham, um, Stephen Ham, um, his band Slow had broken up. And um, um, he called me up and said, Hey, um, would you want to sing for a band um, we're putting together here in uh, Vancouver? I joined uh, Tank Hawk and, um, and uh, Tank Hawk um, um, was an experience. Um, um, how do I explain? Tank Hog. Um, we, we, um, we were our own worst enemy in that, um, we, um, we were, were pretty unbridled and, um, and, and, um, I don't know if we had, had, um, a common direction other than um than just creating chaos <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah yeah and um after tank hog i mean um i always drank a lot and um Heroin was always um, a fixture. And after the band split up, um, I, I traveled a bunch, but I started um, doing more and more heroin. And, um, and that kind of took a pretty um, 
prominent place um, in my life. And I spent a long time um, kind of being a junkie for, uh, you know, and um, in uh, 2006, um, I got sober and clean. And, um, and um, after that, it really took me a while to kind of regain in, uh, myself creatively. Yeah. Um, figure out who I was um, and what I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. It yeah. is complicated, man. Like, cause if you rely on us on a, on a bit of a crutch of, of drugs and alcohol to sort of feed the beast as well as become the muse and you take yeah. that out, it's like, well, who am I now? Well, exactly. And, um, and heroin, um, it works really well and then it just stops and then and then um and then you're just in this spot where where you have to have it but it's not really doing what it's supposed to, you know yeah and um it's a grind and um and i'm really happy i met to get clean and and um and kind of find find uh, my spot again yeah man that's a long haul to 2006 you must have the constitution of a uh of a very <laughs> virile fit young lad <laughs> i don't know how i managed it but... <laughs> some people are you know it's so crazy i know people that are obviously still into it and you're like how do you how do you do that? Like I know people that drink really heavily, and I can't. I, I just quit drinking like this year, and it's like I don't. I didn't need to. I felt like I wanted to. I, I sort of had. A, I've been a sort of a, a habitual drinker since I was you know sixteen. So I'm fifty two right, now. So, you know, so you have to like. Yeah. So I sort of I I, I uh, there's a time in your life where you got to kind of go. Oh, okay, hold on a second. I gotta put things in yeah. check and make sure. Cool down. Yeah, yeah, cooler down. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. with, I've never been at, attached to drugs ever. Right. I like, right. I, obviously we've all tried it, but it's not been something a part of my life, but right. I can, I can kind of empathize when it comes to certain things. Like, I mean, this is going to be a trippy thing, but art and drugs are kind of like, they all kind of go together when it comes to like the need for it, the need for it, how it makes you feel. Um, mm -hmm. It's a stretch, but there's some truth in there. Well, there is. And, um, and, um, art, um, Art just has 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 such um an amazing powerful force mm -hmm. and and so do drugs yeah. and um and for me um in uh, many ways um uh, the spiritual aspect of making art has kind of re replaced what drugs had. Wow. 
you know powerful yeah it truly is and it's transformative yeah 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 uh you know like i said i go back to what i said being a lifer in this is there's a there's a type of like you know there's a type of uh attitude in being that type of being a lifer and making sure that you can still create and be close enough to art to create art and music but also having to sort of be an adult at the same time like how's your juggling do you juggle it i struggle yeah we all do you know you know um um being an adult um isn't something I came to easily (laughs) and um and I still um I put uh, making uh making art before a lot of stuff and um and my credit card receipts can um attest to that you know it's like Oh, spend time in the studio or pay these bills and it's always well i'll spend time in the studio because yeah. that's just way more fun you know oh yeah 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 but that goes back to the same idea it's like where priorities lie with mm-hmm. adult versus art yeah. and and you know and personally i i was i was in that boat like i was recorded had my own recording studio i was making no money and I was loving every day and hating every day at the same time. And then I got a job, you know, and it's like, but I got a job close enough to the profession where I can still, still sure. create. There's like a lot of, I played in bands with guys like he's in banking, like a broker, investment broker. Right. You couldn't yeah. be further away from art. Could yeah. There's a yeah. complete polar yeah. opposite to that whole idea where yeah. a lot of people, you know, I always use the same story of like, you know, welders, there's guys that create these beautiful statues with welding right. and, they, and it's, that's a real, you know, it's a, it's a real art, but I'm sure they're welding a few broken staircases somewhere. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Of to course. Pay the bills. Yeah. 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 So, um, so this, this, um, Sunday morning is something that oh. came out of, um, out of the recovery. Well, to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, um, so I got clean and I moved to uh, Massachusetts. Um, and I was in uh, Massachusetts. Um, and I was in a uh, in a in a uh, relationship, and um, and uh, that um, fell apart. And after that um, ended, I. I was um, in a spot where I just wanted to throw away all of all of my past. So I I I I, I took all of my uh, notebooks, my uh, diaries, everything. I threw them out. It's just wow. like I'm throwing my past away, and <laughs> I moved back to uh vancouver and about a year after that um i was showing um someone a tank hog video on uh youtube and someone in uh, the comments had put i found this guy's journals at my dump 
does anybody want these? Oh, and I, my. I was like, what the fuck is oh. going on? That is so crazy. Did you say, yeah, maybe I will? Because then you'll try really just burn them rather than, <laughs> it's like. I know, I know. It's like, don't throw stuff away. Don't. Just, just annihilate them. Unless right? you have a good shredder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. So, um, so from that, I, I had this idea to to um for a, a narrative about a guy who throws out his journals that they're found, and it kind of turned into a a, a novel. Well, I wrote, um, it's still like not done. So don't ask me about the like, <laughs> novel because I don't want to talk about it. Happy but, ending. No, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so, um, so uh, Sunday morning, um, musically, um, came about as a soundtrack to uh, the novel. Okay. So that whole first album is uh, basically a soundtrack to the novel I still ha haven't finished. <laughs> yeah. How many, uh, like, how close are you to it being finished? I mean, is it half I done? A, yeah. um, I have a th third draft. Oh. So I just have to go back and um, edit it and... It's just a lot, yeah. and I'm uh, doing a lot, and um, and uh, writing a novel. It takes all my time, and yeah. I just can't really. Um, I can't give it all my time. So. I I I know what you mean. Like I I know I'm working on this other thing that's um, a passion project as well, and. Well, I mean, I'm you know, I will be presumptuous to say, are you are are you publishing yourself or are you just are you love passion project? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of doing the same thing with this documentary, and I'm working on this for the documentary for this band, and I was like, really sort of investing my time, which is like, I don't have a lot of time, but it's something I want to do, and it's something that energizes me other than right. music or other than you know this podcast as well is something that i really enjoy doing because it's it it feels close enough to the process but it doesn't it still feels like um a process you know what i mean i, I don't know if that makes any sense but it feels like you know That's, yeah but working on a passion project is something that invigorates artists because they don't need to just make music they don't need to just write books they can do all sorts of stuff and there's nobody saying you can't ever. exactly yeah. sure yeah. yeah yeah that's amazing well you know obviously when it's finished we'll have to have to have another conversation <laughs> and i Please. actually what i am saying is that i can look in the back and i can see i can see the whatever is is that the north end of vancouver back there yeah yeah i, yeah. I can i can town. are yeah. you where are you what town are you in i'm at uh maine and broadway okay yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah I, I lived a little bit around that. I think it was around that way. Do you remember Cuba? Cuba from, he was in DOA for a little bit. He's a Winnipeg guy that joined DOA in the 90s. Yes. Yeah, he had a place around, I think, where you are. And I and he would sell copious amounts of weed out of it. And he, <laughs> he, put, me, he put me up for a couple of weeks when I was in between tours and I didn't have anywhere to live. 
And I remember yeah. living in that area. And and yeah. Brent Belke is um, from SNFU lives kind of just a bit sort of over towards uh, where the, uh, oh shit, um, Nanaimo and uh, Hastings. Right, yeah. Around sure. there, yeah. I love Vancouver. I lived there for a very brief time and it was like, I could see how it could be dangerous when it comes <laughs> to proclivities to, you know, other things. But it yeah. was, it was a great time in my life. Mid, uh, 96, I lived there for about eight months and uh, I moved back, back home. In, uh, in uh, 96, I was still here, I think. Yeah. 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 I was at Robson and Burrard. So I was kind of okay. pretty much downtown by the, uh, you know, the two Starbucks. Um, yes, yeah, absolutely. Right there. Um, oh, nice. I moved into a place and I subleased a place for a while. And um, that was during SNFU's. Like, I'd be there just when SNFU wasn't on tour. So I'd have sure. to find somewhere to live or go home. And going home wasn't really an right. option at that point. So it's like, I'll, I'll stay here. And, <laughs> you know, it's good. I, you know, it's a good part of my good time in my life. But um, yeah, I don't know where we're going. Um, <laughs> so, so, so doing, doing this, uh, this cover, this Art Bergman cover, um, obviously a lot of parallels in you in your life to Art's life, you know. Well, um, he's had um, he's he's someone I've always admired as an artist. Um, he's um, he's one of those people who has no choice but to create yeah. and um and and he's he's created some 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 truly amazing art and and i've always really admired him and and um he's a poet and just how his vocal cadence and 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 um his phrasing is freaking amazing so i've always really um i've i've looked to him for inspiration you know yeah 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 he's uh he's one of a kind uh he's uh you know i i met him briefly and i didn't really really met him back in the 90s but i met him last last year uh, at his on his on his property and went and talked to him and one of a kind man like you know he tells stories of like you know he won order of canada like you know how (laughs) How does that, you know, how does that work, you know, and how, you know, to be recognized, right? And something kind of, he was, a, he's obviously, he's pretty outside of what Canada is all about when you think about it, you know what I mean? But to, to I mean, it's, it's praise. And he was very funny when he explained it, when he was talking about it, you know, I was there for this band called Lois Lowe and he talked a lot about art, which like himself, so, which is great. But, um, but it was like this sort of like, he asked the elders of the, uh, you know, First Nations people, like, is this okay? And their answer was, yeah, you should take it because then you can fight from the inside. I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. I know. I know. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of one of a kind. I I definitely were very. um, 
there's not a lot of people like like art in canada no uh, there aren't he's um he's he's um he's subversive yeah in a very smart way yeah and and um yeah he's great <laughs> yeah so i think i actually think i can play let me just make sure i, I can play one of the, if, is that okay because i have That's, the songs yeah. here i have to make sure i can play this but i have to double check something here Lucy Goosey podcast, Simon. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. This is why this will work. Look at that singer. He's been doing this for years Little baby, you're so young You don't show any fear Look at that singer Now he's gasping for air Little baby, you're so young you're not scared, you don't care My baby, she rode in that Lincoln I hope she makes it okay My baby, she rode in that Lincoln I hope she's alive today Junkie don't care Look at that singer Got an oxygen tent Little baby Morning came, I just went Look at that singer Is he your doctor or something? You little junkie Oh, oh, oh What's the attraction? My baby, she rode in that Lincoln. I hope she makes it okay. My baby, she rode in that Lincoln. And I hope she's alive today.
Shy Pig was a compadre, you know. He's one of. He was. He's part of the part of the part of the team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Punk rock yeah. team. Yeah, what we all sort of somehow subscribe to. Um, do you have actually a good memory of Chai? Because you know, obviously, Chai's life towards the end wasn't wasn't amazing. But then again, you 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 reap what you sow, and that's sort of you know, the message here. Yeah, I I mean. It was hard, hard, hard to see him, him at the end. Yeah. But um, um, probably just seeing him at that show at uh, the Wise Hall, and just seeing him on stage, and just how. He he still had total control of that stage, and uh, no one could um, um, look away. Mm-hmm. He just um, had just such an amazing presence, and and he still sounded great. He still sounded amazing so yeah yeah i mean he uh yeah he definitely lived a pretty full life i knew him back in the straight edge days because he quit drinking in the late 80s and then went straight for straight edge for like i would say almost into like the mid 90s and then uh he got really into like weird shit like cough syrup he never really drank but he would do a lot of cough syrup a lot of benelin (laughs) a lot of Penelin and codeine, yeah, yeah, I know that stuff. <laughs> I know that stuff well. We called him Kenelin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that shit was so nasty. Oh, right, oh, yeah. I think uh, there was a time back then when codeine was in there, and people would. It was. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Those days are gone. <laughs> yeah. He'd come out and like be up all night, and then drawing, and then get in the van and fall asleep all the way to load in. <laughs> and then magically wake up 20 minutes before the show and fucking bang it out. And then, right? yeah. And then hotel okay. up all night doodling again. He just brings on sleeping bag. He never slept in beds. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I had to room with him. I know all these isms, these chai isms. Like I had to right. room with him the whole time because everybody was sick and tired of rooming with chai. So I was like the new guy. <laughs> so I ended up becoming his roommate because nobody wanted to deal with him. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> totally. Totally. So, um, so tell me, tell me about this new, the new thing you do. Is, is it right now? I see two. Is it going to be a full length? Is what is what is happening with this? No. So, um, we're, um, we're uh, releasing two songs. Um, uh, um, one is uh, the art cover. And uh, the other is our own song, um, Explain the World. And um, Explain the World, uh, Dave Gann 
came in and and played on 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 that. So uh, that was fun having Dave uh, in. Another Art Bergman connection. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I just saw Dave actually two months ago with 5440. Oh, nice. They came through. They played our venue as well. Um, he's great. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. True. A true. A true. Uh, yeah. Just a, a real solid guy. Absolutely. No problems. Yeah. And a real artist, like a real musician, like, you know, really, really good and, and completely humbled too, which is, yeah. That's a Canadian way, right? I guess that's a Canadian trait. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah. gonna do how? Because now, like the new model uh, is sort of release a couple of songs at a time and then make Ooh. that into an album. Is that sort of the plan? Well, I do have um, a full, full album demoed, okay. and um, I'm just slowly chipping away at that uh, these days. Um, uh, during COVID, I, I, um, I learned how to uh, record demos at home. So I recorded a lot. And um, <laughs> so now it's just a matter of a taking those to Felix in, yeah. uh, in uh, the studio and, um, and finishing those off. So probably sometime in 2023, um, there will be a full album coming out. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I would say that your group, the group of band members too, is almost like somewhat of a super group of Vancouver um, statesmen of sorts. You know, because those are all named people. You know, people that people know, right? So like, yeah. it must be good to have a real core group of people to sort of carry you and to well to support you as well as to work together well um it means a lot um to have a truly amazing um base of um of helix um is um he's He's produced so many bands, um, and uh, Max Hample on uh, bass and keyboards. Um, he played in the uh, Valentines and tons of bands. So uh, those two, two, two guys and me are kind of at the core for. And then we um, bring in um, anyone we want to help um, help create a song. And um, we've been extremely fortunate in having some truly amazing uh, people come in. Yeah. Um I've, I've always had this conversation with people who've been in bands who have start new bands that oh. it's almost like a, not a second chance, but a thing to sort of 
weigh up the options of what worked before and what works now and then discovering new things about music is they always seem to say like well in a lot of people have a band already but they go back to it but they they use the sort of the new band to sort of be able to try out new things as well as um explore dynamics between band members because you know when we're in our 20s nobody really cares about each other's feelings that much right but now you're like we're all middle-aged and he's like no 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 this guy's got to go do the thing he does and you know he's been doing it long enough so let's give him the credit he deserves type of stuff i mean do you find it i must be easier dealing with it now in your sort of not i guess your different life also but it must be easier now it is um it's easier and um easier in a way that there's not as much conflict yeah uh, uh these days uh i can demo a song um i can bring it in to the studio and it's just fun um mm-hmm. without the angst and and um in internal conflicts and and it's just fun yeah there's a realization everybody gets to in life where it's like self-realization is such an important thing in this all of us no matter what you do if you if you have any job at what anything you do understanding what your place in the universe is and as you get older you start realizing what what your place in all of this where do i fit in you know, yeah. and, and, and how do I, but when you're in your mid twenties, you're like, no, 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 I'm super important. And this is super <laughs> important. There's nothing else more important than this. And then, you know, as I turned into my thirties, it's sort of like, eh, you know. I'm not bored. <laughs> I'm not dying. I die on every hill. And now it's like, I'm still, I'm 52 and I'm ready to die on some hills. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you can have that. I'm good. I would, um, I would, go so far as to say that absolutely nothing is important <laughs> nothing is that's important. a quote <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's only art it's only a little bit of art you know it's that's yeah. like what um yeah as as soon as we start a, a signing um in, importance to stuff it begins to uh diminish things that other people value so yeah 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 i'm 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 on uh my capacity for outrage um it's gone (laughs) you know (laughs) absolutely i do know and um how is playing live music now compared to what it was say 20 years ago is it is there still a fever to do that is it is is that just is what a lot of people start realizing like that it doesn't like creating it is sometimes more more uh, rewarding than the the performing it where do you sit in all of that well i really enjoy um uh being on stage and performing and uh, having that interaction with an audience um 
prior to Sunday morning, um, um, performing was very confrontational, whereas Sunday morning is more of an of an invitational experience where mm. I try to bring people in as opposed to trying to, trying to attack them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And um, I really enjoy that. I truly yeah. do. Um, the thing about Sunday morning is it's harder because I have to put together a band and then practice and so we don't do um as many shows as as say a uh, as a uh, regular band would but um i try to make our show special yeah yeah, yeah that's one thing that's missing with with the so much music everywhere is like things aren't really like a a spectacular or a happening anymore it's sort of like it's just a show and i, I think that's an important way to look at it from you is that it should be an experience it should be like oh this doesn't happen every other day this is something that's actually yeah. makes it special mm, yeah that's yeah, definitely something to do and, and you know when you live in the city it's really easy just to go find gigs and play a bunch of gigs but that's yeah. not necessarily always good you know yeah 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 well man well i i uh yeah i uh I'm so glad we got to do this, uh, man. It's been too long before we have. I know, I know. There's a time where we're like, "Hey, man," you're like, "Hey, man," and that was like probably 25 years ago. But, but, but you know, definitely. Like, I mean, I'm interested about this novel too, man. Like, if you, whenever you, you know who to, you got my my info. You know who I am, and I, I always enjoy talking to people who create something from nothing. You know, and that's to me, that's art. Yeah. Well, um, I'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come find yeah. me. Uh, I will have. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Anytime, man. It was, it was a pleasure. I will, uh, you know, I'll definitely, I'll let uh, Chad know when this is going up, but it'll probably be a week after next. But, uh, okay. Great. Awesome, man. Great. Thanks again. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay. Bye. That was Bruce Wilson of the band Sunday Morning. Go check out their new record, uh, their new uh, record single. Actually, it's coming out December second. The Art Bergman cover, and then their B side called "Explain the World." And then there's looks sounds like there's going to be some more music coming out in the future. Uh, another Sunday Morning record. Uh, I've been having some great conversations with people out in BC. Thanks to Chad and uh, No Rules Booking. Thank you so much for helping me out with that chat. I really do appreciate it. Keep them coming. Got one coming up next week with the Black Halos, which is exciting. I got another one coming, James, with more kicks, which is coming up. Um, and also, just just they're just rolling in. Uh, I I have been taking a bit of a break on the podcast because I have been on the final stretches of this documentary I'm doing on a band called Lois Alone. I'm in the final editing stage, putting it all together. Submitting it to festivals, just meeting people, getting getting the word out. It's been a it's been an amazing trip, and I'm unfortunately the podcast has taken a little bit of a backseat. Even though the production company I have now named it Apple Productions, which 
you know, no podcast, no productions. You know, this is sort of how the whole thing started with my wanting to meet people and, and, and document stuff. And, and uh, podcast is where it started. And uh, y'all listening and the people that keep me going, and I appreciate it. Anyways, I just got an email coming. I don't know if you heard that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to keep up to it. It's actually, I believe I am, uh, it, this is my eighth year. I just crossed over eight years of podcasting. And uh, a little under, you know, 350 episodes and no no means to an end. I, I keep saying I'm doing it in banks of 100. So we'll see. We'll get to 400 and we'll see what happens, which is probably going to be in a couple of years from now, seeing the rate I'm putting them out these days. Anyways, thanks to everybody for listening to the show. I, I hope to be back next week with a banger of an episode with um, Billy Hopeless, I think. from the, I haven't done it yet. Anything can happen. The world could end. And then you're not getting a podcast. The world ends podcast is canceled uh, and, and canceled not in that kind of canceled way have a great week